cave of cool. No, he's gonna sh- he's gonna show up with the guardians. You think he is? And yeah, and he's gonna be sitting there, and and like they did with that with that scene where Thor says, "Who are you guys?" Mm-hmm. Right? And they guardians wave at him. Yeah. Um, I would have them all come in and go, "Who's he? Who's the robot? Who's the robot?" Yeah. And and Rocket would be going, "He's not a robot. He's a space knight." <laughs> I just had to school somebody. Somebody just asked if they should start watching Stranger Things uh-huh. because they've heard season three is a little bit off. The whole fucking thing is off. <laughs> I can't believe I watched one season with that Millie Bobby Brown. <laughs> Millie Bobby Brown. This kid has got through so far in Hollywood with one facial expression. <laughs> one. I defy anyone to show me in a picture, in a meme, in, a, in anything you can capture, except in in, in um publicity right Mm -hmm. because she has a a tiny tiny little bit of personality there but she is so annoying in real life but she's even more annoying in the movies that's why they had to bring that other girl into season three because they couldn't tell millie bobby brown that you have to act or i I can't believe they haven't gone through um um um, director after director that just want to strangle this kid i mean i would i would want to kill a puppy in front of her just to get some kind of an emotional reaction you know I would, I would just, it, and and I would do it while Keanu Reeves was in the in the in the uh, the scene in the studio. <laughs> That's how much I hate it's, this Millie yeah, Bobby that, Brown, which is which is risking death. Of, of course, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't shake the Baba Yaga. You know me, you know me. I learned my lesson from three movies. Well, now Millie Bobby Brown wouldn't be the first actress to make have a career with only one facial expression. Oh, name another one, unless she was paralyzed. <laughs> name one. Oh, there's been lots of actresses who've been accused of. You can't think of one off the top of your head. I can think of one, but I can't remember her name. I want to say Jennifer Aniston because she always looks pissed off, (laughs) and that's why I hate her. She looks like she's like like Artie Lang said. She looks like she's two seconds away from telling somebody to go fuck yourself. Okay, well then there was an actress called Virginia Manson who actually played Princess Irulan. In oh my David God! She did. The, she does the opening monologue for the yeah. ninety-four. She June. has only one expression. Mm, okay, that's a close one. I'd have to do more research and study, but I put my Millie Bobby Brown up against any anybody you got. Anybody? I'm talking. I'm, I'm talking Russian film. I'm talking Swedish films. Uh, I'm talking a whole history of foreign film. Okay. Right. Teresa no Russell. Other- I'll give you this one. Teresa Russell. She's not very well known. I know her. Honestly, I don't know why she even has a career at all. Because she was sexy at the right time in the 80s when they needed a sexy actress to do the really low-budget uh-huh. uh, direct-to-video shit. And I think, and she, so, was, I think she was sleeping with a director. Yeah, and she networked enough to get herself a few parts in some big, bigger movies. She's a terrible actress. Horrible. I even say the same thing about Diane Lane, which I know is heresy, but Diane Lane gets a pass for life for um, Streets of Fire. Okay. She was so, Ellen Aim. Now, Millie Bobby Brown, I've, I've only ever seen her in Stranger Things, and I've seen all three. Then you've seen it all, even now, in you've, Godzilla. But you've seen, she was in the Godzilla movie, right? Horrible. You've seen Horrible. This, okay. this kid has a mother, okay? Mm-hmm. This kid has two parents. One is a father who is mm-hmm. loving and doting and responsible, and he's a hero, and even as humble about being a hero. You know what I mean? And he's the guy that played the coach in that. But you know what I mean. I, I think I know which one you mean. So I mean, you look at his face, and he just reeks of, of Fr- responsibility. Friday Night Lights. Friday Night Lights. Thank Friday you. Nights, yes. he, reeks, he reeks of a man, right, yep. okay. who should be in charge of a child that he has, right? Mm-hmm. But he's fighting custody with a woman is so batshit crazy, mm-hmm. so batshit crazy. She is released 
Geirdra, she's released Mothra, she's released Godzilla, she's released these massive monsters, and halfway through the movie, when Millie Bobby Brown is stuck with her mother the whole time, right? Yeah. And is amazed by this evil that is happening around her because she can't see fucking through the truth, right? <laughs> uh-huh. She suddenly realizes, my mother's a bitch. And with that same goddamn expression. And she, she has a chance to go with her father, but instead she goes with her mother. And it just drives me insane insane with the way the choices this kid's this kid makes and she goes up to touch moth moth mothra should radioate mothra is fucking radioactive they yeah. all are they how are. is this kid not roasting like one of those uh guys in chernobyl <laughs> you know no. i just i just it just and, and it takes her two-thirds of the movie to realize her mother's a bitch mm. and to tell her mother that yeah. well her mother's you know doesn't give a shit anyway yeah well, so you, why you is Millie even there? Well, you you now you did see the first season of Stranger Things. Oh, I did. And so I, now and you I, know that she plays a character who's, you know, has right. whose upbringing hasn't exactly been. Normal. And that's fine for the first season. You know, she's the first basically season, been, that's fine. Okay. I could see her. She just eats egos. She dresses the same. The haircut. Mm-hmm. It's okay to act like a little robot child. That's great because then when you release your power, it was very cool yep. because you have no expression other than that. Mm-hmm. No, I got fooled. I got tricked. I got bamboozled. Because I saw her in some press, I thought, "Oh, she maybe she's a little charming." Then I got sucked into about two two episodes of season two, and I went, "She has not changed her expression. I don't even think she's blinked her eyes yeah. in in two, in two episodes." And I'm going, "You changed the hair, you changed the clothes, but you didn't change the girl." And I just and every time I see her in something, it just infuriates me because I'm I'm right. I'm I'm Carrie Underwood, right? Okay. You know what I mean? Now, I mean. Stranger Things, I mean, season two was not as good as season one, but season three was better. And, I, and I'm sure there's great parts. I'd love and to see the part with the guy wearing this, this, the little costume and, because he works at a real at ice cream shop, I guess, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. That's and the girl he works with, I've seen some neat little scenes from that. I would love to see that part. But She's, Yeah, she, the whole scene, that whole sequence, that whole relationship is great. And David Harbour, right. you know, off the uh, success or rather lack of success of Hellboy. Which is really too bad. It's it's too bad. But he he's fantastic in that series. He's fantastic. Him and uh, oh god, Winona Ryder. Winona Ryder. Her and Winona Ryder. Him and Winona Ryder actually that, have the great chemistry together. That's the only show she could ever be in that is less mental than she is. <laughs> when I saw her making faces on stage, I realized, oh my god, man, she's like in real life. Yeah. Because she can't go out in public. But now you know all these actors are crazy, really. That true, but some hide it. You know, David Harbour. I like the way they did the the uh, opening to um, um, uh, Magnum PI. Yeah. But they just inserted him because he had that great shirt on, right? Yeah, and, and he I does. Thought, he, that's the whole point of the in, in the uh, series that he he's a big he watches Magnum PI on TV and he orders special orders the shirt because he's, man, we all did, man. He wants but to we be, didn't order the shirt, but we loved that show. I, I I think I found one at a thrift shop somewhere, but yeah, well, I, I you know. I didn't do the mustache, but no. oh, I know uh, nobody. But we all could've. wanted to be Magnum PI. Oh my God, he was the best, wasn't he? Yeah, because he was flawed, uh, but he was he was smart. He was he lovable, right? Yeah, you, you knew he'd get the job done. And I love the whole thing they did with near the end with him and Higgins, who who was I think he really was, was Robin Masters the whole time. That's that and, was what I thought. Yeah, and I thought that it always amused Higgins that he was just a little bit smarter than Magnum, right? <laughs> But Magnum kind of in the end, he figured it out. But he didn't really – he didn't, He let Higgins have his moment, right? Yeah. And I like the two dogs. I mean that was brilliant. That was a brilliant running gag, uh-huh. you know, that he was constantly at, at risk of those two Doberman pinchers yeah. um, rip, <laughs> ripping him to shreds. Yeah. And he always had a good car. And he did just, just his whole charm. It's mm-hmm. why he's always been on TV, you know? Yeah. 
Now the uh, Magnum PI remake is not, you know, didn't you capture anything in a bottle. I'm, I'm telling you, man. Ever since those Dis- the, the, the Disney bullshit, you know, where even the Lion King is getting is getting bad press. Mm-hmm. Um, I I I am I'm a firm believer that in any such remakes, they're all doomed to fail because you cannot recapture that magic. It just can't be done. Yeah. It's it's over. And try to come up with something new kind of magic. Think about why that show worked mm-hmm. and try to replicate elements of it, right? But don't set it in Hawaii, right? Mm-hmm. Don't have somebody named Robin Masters who's now a girl because Robin's a girl's name, mm-hmm. right? That puts her in jeopardy every freaking episode, yeah. right? Why not have an unlimited supply of cars so they can be smashed every episode? So that's the running gag. I mean, it's just – it's just – Guys, I've been there. I've done that. Yeah. I'm dying. I'm going to die. I mean, fill my, my brain with something that doesn't make me want to go off my nut and, and, and commit to homicide because I feel that every second of the day, every fucking second of the day. And how I distract myself from it. Man, I was at a farmer's market yesterday, mm-hmm. which is – I was around more people than I've been in probably a decade. And I was I was helping a buddy who sells uh, pop culture shit, right? Like video right. games, comic books, that kind of stuff, right? Yep. Yep. And so, and an old record. So I'm schmoozing with people all day long, and just talking about old records. And and I talked to this one um, um, teenage kid about uh, ELO, um, mm-hmm. and it just blew my mind because I got to recommend that documentary with Jeff Lynne, uh, Wembley or Bust. That's a 2018, and it has all their hits, and they're they're playing in Wembley. It's like an anniversary thing, and they, it's a documentary too, mm-hmm. with a lot of good interviews, and it's on YouTube, and it's really good if you if you love Yellow as I love Yellow. Mm-hmm. So I got to connect, you know, in those ways. Other another kid was doing a display of just comic books in his room, like all the way around the top. Yeah. So he's really specific about what he wanted to pick out. So that was kind of cool. That was like an hour of my my day. Yeah. Right. And on a, on a whole bunch of other little kids looking for Avengers comics, so I found ones with had lots of characters in them, right? Yeah. So there were big fight scenes and big villains, and and I was talking comics with them and why there's no Thanos comics, and why there's no Black Panther comics, and go because they they there just weren't any up until the movies, right? Right. You just didn't see any. Those characters were lost mm-hmm. to time. So there, if you see one, those ones are the ones you should hold on to because you never Thanos comics are very rare to find a Thanos appearance outside of Infinity Gauntlet because you know he was kind of a, a, a nothing villain in yeah. fact his for early performances are quite embarrassing actually <laughs> yeah. he fights Adam Strange and, and so anyway so, well, now that sounds like a, a, an awesome day it actually was very cool because, like I said, talking records with all kinds of people, talking comics, talking, talking. Um, um, oh, little cars! That was the best. He's got these two bins right that are fifty cent matchbox cars, right? Oh yeah. Uh, um, and and so I always I picked one out. It was it was a fire truck and it had a working uh, uh, hose thing at the top that like a cannon, right, mm-hmm. for water, and it and it rotated, and it was really nice, right. And I said, oh, some kid's going to love this one. And I, I've stuck it in there. And wouldn't you know it, like five minutes later, some kid picked it out and he was just in love with it, right? Yeah. And I just went, I have a gift, right? Mm-hmm. So I picked out another one. And it had kind of a blue top that was a bubble top, but it opened up. Yeah. And it was like a race car. And some kid was looking for one. I go, what about this one? He goes, oh, and the look on his face. All day, man, I was picking out like the best cars, right? Yeah. That just I found the one for this these kids, right? 
it, it was just the best because I could I found an ambulance for one kid. Another one, it was a it was this really weird kind of hot rod with like a that had a werewolf on it, mm-hmm. right? But it, it, they're all like for fifty cents, but they're all digging through, and I just happened to find these gems that they just went nuts for. Uh, and it was just it was just such a hoot like all day it was happening right uh-huh. anytime i saw one near the uh the hot wheels uh, bucket i was running over mm-hmm. and i was digging through myself from the other side of the table right <laughs> they were underneath the table it was cool oh, and wow. i learned a, i learned a lot about lego figures and how huge they are mm-hmm. that's a huge huge phenomena mm-hmm. but you know the leg the fi- little figures that come with the lego model kits right yeah right? not like the squares and rectangles that you and i grew up with no. those those model kits from hell I can yeah. make a bird. I can make a plane that barely looks like a plane. Yeah. I have a window. I have a tree. I can build a house. I sent a picture of a house I built with a yard with all the pieces I had, and they made me a member of the Junior Builders Club. And I still have that picture, and I should post it at the Cave of Cool because they spelled my name wrong, but Joe Block signed his name. Joe Block. And Joe Block, some Lego hack, somebody who, who couldn't even bother to, to get my name spelled right but sent it back to me. Gave me an actual. I don't know what the path entitles me to. I hope it's, um, you know, access to their their mines or where they keep <laughs> the slaves or whatever, you know. Yeah. Because you know, when I look at what kids have today, you know, a uh, 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 a wheel, to, uh, one of those um, wheels for a ship to steer, you know. Yep. Let alone uh, sails and a little cabin, okay. you know, you know, and pirates and an island yeah. and treasure and a shark and an octopus. I mean, I, none of that. I had none. I know. When we had Lego, I mean, if we had a wheel, we were count ourselves lucky, beyond lucky, to have a wheel. Yeah. Oh, my God, a wheel. If you had four wheels, yeah. bitch, please. Four <laughs> wheels? My God. You'd put everything. You'd put a house on wheels. <laughs> Just be sure you could do it, right? Yeah. See, that would have got me. Maybe Joe Block would have took more time if I put that house I took a picture of on wheels. I never thought. I thought the window and the door that opened, you know, would be in. The, and that's all I had, one window. So that house would have been just where serial killers go to. It would, that's, that's who would have bought it, right? Uh-huh. One window to defend. And, and so these little Lego figures, and you can tell what's authentic and, and what's, what's counterfeit. Mm-hmm. And I can tell now, but I couldn't tell in the, in, at the beginning. And so they've got ones that are as much as 60 bucks, right? Because mm-hmm. they've got all the pieces and they're, they're quite significant, like Sauron, right? Yeah. On his horse. Mm-hmm. The, the one that has the sticker with his teeth. Mm-hmm. That's like 60 bucks, right? Wow. A Jabba with that little uh, rat guy on his shoulder. Mm-hmm. That's like very expensive. But then they've got a bunch of $3 ones that they take all the pieces and they make these weird ones together. Mm-hmm. And some of them are just hilarious because you can imagine there's no end to the little pieces you can get for Lego, mm-hmm. you know, you could have a bank robber holding a piece of gold in one hand, wearing a miner's helmet, and a and a cobra in the other hand, right? Uh-huh. And it's just, it, and those are three dollars, and the kids lose their minds for them. Uh. Unbelievable! It was just an amazing day. It was just a, n- a nice day. And this girl, with her little um 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 cello, was mm-hmm. playing for people to toss change. So I'm listening to sad cello music. <laughs> While I'm doing this all day, and it's yeah. just, I feel like, man, am I in Prague? Am I in, is this like, you know, I'm, am I waiting for the Holocaust to begin? Because that music is freaking me out over here. I gave her the last change I had in my pocket when we left because I just couldn't, I had to, you know, something yeah. to atone for something. Just, yeah. I mean, really. And then she brought a guy with a violin, and I thought, okay, maybe the two of them, maybe, no, there'd be was, no, no boot stomping boogie. It was just, he was sadder than she yeah. was, if that was ever possible. 
Holy so, shit, man. Yeah, so it wasn't Don Messer. It was, mm, no, it was, see, it, it definitely and, some... And isn't that ignorant that, that I, I was begging for Don Messer? <laughs> When any other time Don Messner would turn me just homicidal, yeah. you know, no, no, no be like Tommy Hunter, morbid Euro trash music, just you know, oh my playing god, some old time fiddle music, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> it was like the two saddest kids, and she was wearing a, like a long skirt, and she looked like Polish Holocaust era kind of thing with the yeah. hairstyle, the curls, and it was just the whole image was just, uh, and she was between us and the guy with the corn, and it was just. And she's in like one parking lot stall, right? Yeah. Because that was all they gave her, right? Oh, it was well, like the little match girl all over again. But now it summer. sounds a lot more lively than than in many of the farmers markets that I've you know attended, especially the ones in our area. But what's wrong uh, with yours? I mean, I mean, there was probably like maybe ten thousand people went through, and it was, but it didn't seem crowded. Yeah. And a lot See, of families. That's 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 the difference right there. You said ten thousand people that. You know, our our farmers markets are are pretty sad affairs. They're <laughs> so you fight over one carrot. <laughs> uh, no, I mean there's lots of carrots. I mean it's just actually the the one that I like to go to uh, happens every Wednesday at our local grocery store. It happens in the parking lot of the grocery store, and that's only because the local brewery shows up and, and ah. gives free samples. So ah, yeah. Other than that, most farm markets are just uh, you know baked goods. See, ours has ours has a little bit of everything. Yeah. And that's why, like I said, that corner's got pop culture, and we were across from the veggie guy, yeah. and then there was another corn guy, and then the sad girl with the cello. Yeah. And, but then right behind us were two wagons. There was uh, the, the, the sausage wagon. And so oh. I got there early, so I got an early uh-huh. sausage, and I got a, a, a bratwurst with German mustard. Oh, my God, it was so good. And then later on, I went and got a Spanish sausage because I got about five different types. Yeah. And all day, that, there's just lineup, right? Yeah. And and they've got a root beer guy, and they've also got a little donuts wagon. But, oh, and like the, the little donuts? A little donuts, like the mini see, donuts. See, that sounds awesome. Oh, see, it's perfect because mm-hmm. when I wanted mini donuts, I went, man, I want mini donuts. He goes, two rows over, Cal. Oh, yep. I'll be right back. <laughs> had to go get. And then and then like I said, I had two sausage and and uh, and the guy across the the way had us try his root beer that mm-hmm. he makes. He made his own. Oh, that was root beer. Really, really good. I think wow. next time I might buy like a four four pack. Yeah. And uh, beef jerky guy was across from us too, and oh. he has really good beef jerky. Yeah. See, that sounds like paradise. That's uh, that, that's you're spoiled. Oh my God! And we had a huge trees, so like the sun didn't get us at all. Yeah. Um, till about twelve thirty when it was all shutting down. Mm-hmm. But it was it was hell. Like you had to pick up everything and the tables and everything, and then pack them up again, and then go went to my buddy's place, and then had to unpack them. Yeah. You know. Oh. Was it worth it for him? Did he make money? Oh yeah, he did okay. Yeah, well, that's you know, see, that's, you good. Know, that's good. And he, and he knows what he's doing, right? He understands. Like this is his his thing, right? He goes mm-hmm. picking, and he and he knows what to look. For and I've been with him many times. He was the one that took me out to to uh, to Stan's place. Uh, the guy that makes those uh, uh, cars, those custom cars that look like they should be in the next uh, um, um, Road Warrior mo- movie. Okay. You yeah. know the next Fury Road. Yeah. Um, he does these these customs and they're absolutely amazing. You know mm-hmm. this one guy in a base. He should be in Hollywood, taking what he builds and then saying, "Make me a life size one now." Yeah. You know this is done. We we our cars we need for the next movie. They're done. Here they are. Right. <laughs> And um, again, I'll put those on the cable cool too because Stan deserves it. Um, he also uh, lives in the country, has this huge warehouse with stuff in boxes. I can't even believe what's there. I've seen some of it, right? I've seen, I've been to the mountaintop, and if I could open those boxes, I've made him the offer, right? Mm-hmm. He's got a trailer, nice trailer out back. 
I said, for two weeks, I will catalog everything that's in this in this warehouse, right? I'll go through all the boxes, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm going to be able to pick a few things I'm going get, to get to keep, right? Because I, I know there's – I can see this big gym camper, right, complete yeah. in box, right? That's right on top, and it's uh-huh. got everything there. It's got the little fire. It's got the little skillet. It's got the coffee pot with the lid. Big Jim. Big Jim. Whenever you talked about Big Jim before. Well, you've heard of Big Jim. I've heard of Big Jim. He's the gayest action figure that's ever been. Gayest action figure, but he's in every sport. But your story about about you know Big Josh getting the Big Jim the lumberjack one. That's one at Christmas time. And then meeting uh, Tommy Hunter is just met Tommy Hunter on that same plane. Yeah. 1972. I've told that story, haven't I? You've told that story. That's have we done? Have we done that podcast one? Yeah. We have done that podcast. Yeah. Yeah. A couple of weeks ago, San Diego Comic Con happened, and right. since then the news has been rolling out about all sorts of things that are that are going to be coming up. Are um, you a little tired of it by now? Like, do you do you really pay attention, or you just kind of wait till the the, the the best stuff kind of floats to the top? Um, during Comic Con? Yeah. Actually, usually I'm riveted there. You know, I'm I'm, I'm watching to see what's uh, what's going on because. Um, and wishing I was there. <laughs> it's like, okay. This is, for this is this is the uh, how long is Comic Con going on? Forty years. Oh my God! This is the fortieth year in a row that I have not attended Comic Con, so it's an unbroken. Oh, this, I see. I, that is my nightmare. All yeah. the people and everything. Mm-hmm. And I think what would bother me more is not the good cosplay, but, but the bad cosplay. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, because I only see the best of the best stuff. Well, yeah, of course. Right, but, but to to be around the bad stuff and have to like maybe react to it. That would that would make me feel very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to do that. Yeah. Like as a as a expert in 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 the genre, um, it it would hurt me to have to be honest with somebody. Somebody who's awesome would be honest. Yeah. You know, but sometimes that has its 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 drawbacks too. Yeah. Well, no, I discovered I'm, somebody. I this is the little side thing. I discovered somebody. Well, I okay. think I discovered her because she didn't have a lot of followers. Um, until she kind of upped her game, right? Mm-hmm. But she was really good, like really creative and and really the, unique, right? Right. And she had a unique look, mm-hmm. and it was a total artistic, just beautifully done. And the last uh, show that she was at, I followed her progress as she as she made these three costumes, right? Mm-hmm. Amazing stuff. She got like a judge's prize and everything, and I I encouraged her and everything. Got totally ghosted, right? Okay. And other people who said less. Um, um, complimentary things or less helpful things are getting all this this reaction, right? Yeah. And it just it, it drives me up the wall. It drove me up the wall. Yeah. It's insane. So you were there right from the beginning. You were encouraging her, right? From encouraging the start. her. I mean, it was and like then she hit the big time, dropped you like a hot potato. Drop like not even dropped. Yeah. It was like ignored. Yeah. It was like ignored, and totally, it was like totally and, ghosted. And, and when some some other cosplayer who's really really good, um um messages me and says, I hope it wasn't me, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm going, exactly, because she would not do that. You would not do that, right? Yeah. You would actually put a little – you would take three seconds as you're liking everybody else's comments. Mm-hmm. Why not mine, right? <laughs> yeah. Why? Now, now, does she have like a website or anything like that? Or? Oh, she has two. Because some, some of the Facebook pages now have like top commenter or, or – You, know, you want to guess who is one of them? That was you. You want to guess who – yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. And then you know what? I get some, and they're very geeky and very strange and very weird and creepy. Mm-hmm. But I accept all the ones I get. Yeah. I get I get some from some people who don't like Trump. I enjoy mm-hmm. those ones. Yeah. I get lots from lots from cosplayers mm-hmm. and from pages that are like me that post things that are interesting and cool. Mm-hmm. I'm top followers of them, yeah. right? Yeah. And they should know that because I I don't leave 
negative comments to anybody. Mm-hmm. Give me, throw me a bone here. Come on. Yeah. I saw your your brilliance. I didn't try to break your spirit. I you built were, your you spirit. Were to build it up. You're one of the top commenters, and then how about a little click back? I understand, totally... and I've seen her use her fingers, all of them. Yeah. So it's not like she's got a paralysis thing, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And she, and, and if she wasn't so creative, I could be a snot rag about it. Mm-hmm. But I just can't because she's like, oh, it's like it's like I I once uh, captioned Joe Jusco, you know the artist? Yes, Joe. Com- yeah, I captioned his cat. Mm-hmm. And maybe I inferred that the cat thought he was living in a prison-like environment mm-hmm. because of the lack of variety in his food choices, right? <laughs> yeah. And I, I think Joe, Joe blocked me because of that. No, but didn't he say that was a mistake? I'm not sure if he did because I still can't, can't comment on anything. Okay. I can share his stuff, but I can't comment can't on comment. it. Okay. And then I see other people comment, and it just goes, eh. Oh, that's okay. You know what it's like? It's that, and, and it's so it, – that's, again, the magic that is me. Those two things are just such white man sitting in front of a computer problems. Yeah. But it's enough these days mm-hmm. with all the other bullshit that I can't control because I had this under control, right? <laughs> well, not because Joe has been – nice. I mean Joe has been uh, – he's been a com- commenting on your – on the Cave of Cool for – for ages, for exactly. years. Exactly. When I would you know. do little collections of his, his side panels, right? Uh-huh. Because yeah. I truly admire them. And I'd, I'd find on like Rob's room, I'd find a whole series of them that he's been collecting. Yeah. Right? And so I'd steal all of those. And so I'd have 12 in a row to show off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he'd say something and it was like, <gasps> like, you know, you people don't understand. It's, <laughs> it's great when ordinary schlubs and hillbillies comment, yeah. but when a real famous person that is famous and other people know who they are, mm-hmm. not just you, um, comment. It's 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 kind of special. Yeah. And I, I was shocked when I saw that Joe Jusco was commenting on your thing. I was like, that's Joe. That's right. That's Joe Jusco. And he's I probably mean, what painting is in the middle of and everything he does is great. I know. He's doing a bunch of all the Tarzan novels right now. Oh I watch all his in progress stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just the layer upon layer, and he works on one little part and then another, and he comes back, and it's yeah. I mean, Joe wow. was one of my big influences. You know, I used to collect the old Marvel uh, black and white magazines. They always had color covers. Right. I love those things. And the three artists that that I absolutely love were, you know, Bob Larkin, uh, right. Earl Norum, and Joe Jusco. Earl Norum is great, too. Yeah. Yeah. He did a lot of Fantastic Four stuff. Mm-hmm. Ever seen that? I've seen a lot of, of A lot of the kids' yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, he never did a whole comic, but he did a lot of illustrations in black and white in those little tiny little books, mm-hmm. and he did a lot, lot of the covers of them too. Yeah. But Earl Norum, I, that when you said that name, I thought, yeah, yeah. Earl Norum loved his covers, his work, uh, you know, Bob Larkin, and and of course Joe Jusco. I've, right. I probably still got them somewhere in a box. Wow. <laughs> but yeah, I love those. Yeah, I love that. I love that stuff too. Mm-hmm. Like I said, Jusco is just the guy. He's like, the guy. Yeah. You know, and, and it's funny because you don't recognize a lot of times a lot of guys. He's not a, a, a whole story guy. Mm-hmm. Like he's a cover guy. He's, he's a, a cover guy, yeah. guy. Right. Mm-hmm. He's he, he sets the image. Right. Yeah. Like he'd be the guy that I'd go to first if I was conceptualizing a movie. Yeah. Like I'd look at his Black Panther stuff when I thinking, OK, this. Yeah, we got to get close to this. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like yeah. his Namor. Things like that, like oh, when yeah. they're, they're talking about Namor in the next Black Panther movie. That's um, Yeah, I've heard that rumor, yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I really want that to just – they got to nail it, right? Mm-hmm. And again, you don't have to have him in the little green bikini. But you, <laughs> if he had that black outfit that he used to wear, that one with the vest, yeah. right, with no shirt, yeah, 
that looked pretty cool. Because you got to have the fins and... It, it's it's odd. I don't know. The, the, now, it hasn't been confirmed. It's just a rumor right now. Right. But they're, they're saying that Namor will be introduced in the second Black Panther movie. See, I figured that Namor was more closely associated with the Fantastic Four than, than Black Panther. More with Captain America, actually, because he fought with Captain America in World War II. Oh, that's now, right. Yeah. I was hoping for some kind of, like, if they call it Marvel flashback or something, that what-if series they're talking mm -hmm. about, right? Yeah. Why not go back in time... And, and Namor, because he fought with Captain America, have him get involved because the Nazis are messing with Atlantis, right? And mm. Atlantean technology. That, yeah. Like, you need a reason to introduce him. Now, again, some of that thing, some of that meteorite that hit Wakanda could have hit the ocean, too. Yeah. And so you have, could have a reason for Namor to have similar technology to um, uh, T'Challa. And they're mm. both kings. Yeah. And they both would respect, they both would demand that kind of respect. Mm -hmm. And if they would find a way to, like, if you gave them a big enough threat, it'd be a good thing to team up for. And again, you could easily dovetail it into the Fantastic Four too, yep. right? Because T'Challa certainly would work with Reed Richards. Mm -hmm. they, they have a, because T'Challa, uh, the Black Panther is often a replacement for um, uh, them when they go off and about, right? Yep. He's, he's been in the Fantastic Four before. Mm -hmm. He's going to be necessary to fight Galactus. Um, uh, uh, and again, with Namor and Sue Richards, having their kind of uh, romance and how he kind of hits on her blatantly in front of um, um, Richards, mm -hmm. right? And he always demeans Richards because he doesn't see Sue's whole potential. And she digs that, right? Because yeah. that's her whole argument, right? Mm -hmm. So it would be cool if, if Namor got in between them. and but, but she learned from that to be a better, you know, to really get mad and use her shit because she is the most powerful of all of them. Yeah, I mean, She's got the most ability to ghost everybody um, in, in, in multiple ways yeah. if she wants to. Now let's, let's talk about Marvel because Marvel had a okay. big, huge thing at, at, at uh, Comic-Con and, uh, and they rolled out their Phase 4, is it? It is. Phase 4 movies, which is going to start with uh, Black Widow in May of 2020. Got no problem with that. Um, uh, um, Scarlett Johansson's still looking young and fit, and she got—I think she got one more good one in her. Mm -hmm. and, and I think if they bring in a young girl who is caught up much in her similar life experience, mm -hmm. I would love to see that—that that kind of, you know, mm -hmm. uh, dynamic. Yeah. Two young chicks uh, doing getting the job done during the Cold War. Again, I want Cold War. Why is it me and Cold War? I, I my superheroes. Know. See, but now people have been saying that they wanted a, a Black Widow movie with her and uh, and uh, Hawkeye, you know, in Budapest, because that's something they always talk about, you know, their, their mission in Budapest. Right, right. So said, let's, let's see that movie, but apparently this is going to be something that's different. Uh, I don't know who the villain is for this one, but it's and obviously and it's a prequel. Right, and you could have alluded to it, and again, it'll be her whole story, you know, in that Russian. The, the what do they call them? Uh, uh, sparrows. The sparrows. Red yeah, sparrows. The red red sparrow. sparrow. It's the yeah that that school where the young girls were taught mm -hmm. to be seductive and to be deadly mm. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and well, some of them, it's better than that Red Sparrow movie, the one that starred... Um, Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence, yeah. Well, the best Red Sparrow movie is is uh, um, the one with um, um, Charlize Theron, um, Atomic Blonde. Atomic Blonde, yeah, I loved Atomic Blonde. I loved it. The ending of Atomic Blonde is one of my favorite endings of mm -hmm. all time. With John Goodman, yeah. you know, that, yeah. <laughs> that, you know, cocksucker. Yeah. You know, he gets to that kind of, he just had to make it believable. But yeah. he just goes, cocksucker? Because yeah. when she called him the cocksucker, she was really acting like he was the, you know, the mole, but it brought out the mole. And, and just yeah. at the end, when you realize he was the good guy too, yep. I really enjoyed that. that I love that you, movie. I thought that was fantastic. Thought it was really, yeah, I did too. It was yep. very well done. And of course, the soundtrack was kick-ass. 
kick ass. So, you know, Black Widow, we're looking forward to, to May 2020. Falcon and the Winter Soldier, that's going to be on the Disney Plus TV ser- or TV, uh, streaming platform. And again, why a- why not, right? Yeah. Give us a little more depth. The two characters do have a lot in common. You know, you got one trying to live up to a legacy and you got the other one seeking redemption, right? Mm -hmm. And believing he's also worthy of a legacy. And so there could be lots of good buddy back and forth between them, right? Mm -hmm. And I I like Sebastian Shaw, mm -hmm. you know, when he plays grumpy, grumpy old uh, Winter Soldier. Like yep. you should, and I like the the optimism of of, of the guy that plays uh, Falcon, Anthony Mackie. Yeah, Anthony Mackie, and he's going to be taking up the mantle of Captain America. That's right, and it looks good, man. When he's got the when he's got the wings and everything, yeah. like in the comic book, it's a good visual. Yeah, right. And seeing him coming flying out of the sun, like he went way he flew out of that that uh, uh, opening, that magical opening in, in Endgame. Yeah, that's cool. It's yep. always cool to see a guy with the wings. <laughs> so now this is going to be a. Uh, uh, now we don't know what it's going to be like. Is it going to be like Marvel's Agents of Shield? Is it going to be like uh, I have again? I have no idea. Marvel and what's it going to be like? Who knows? I can be patient. I think. I it's, think I'm, I've got enough faith in them that I can really be patient. All right. You know because um, you know let's let's see what they come up with. They've even talked about a what if, and that blew my mind because yes, a, a what if series, yeah. And they showed the picture they showed was was uh, 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 Sharon Carter mm-hmm. in the Captain America outfit with the shield. That oh, was really? the that was the picture that accompanied it. So, so you know, if they were to that bring could back... be the maybe Cap was caught still caught in the ice, and so they needed another candidate, and it yeah. was her. What if yeah? What if it was it was Agent Carter became Captain America? That would have right. that's that would be a great what if. And so, again, but then there's another a number of TV series they're coming up with. Well, Loki, uh, Loki, uh, WandaVision, which take which I, it sounds weird. Which one's it called? WandaVision. It's it's. Um, it's called WandaVision, but it's actually the Scarlet Witch and the Vision. Okay, but okay. For some reason, it takes place in the fifties. I don't know. I have no idea. What is, it, is, is it? Is it? Is it? Is it our Scarlet Witch, or did they recast? I no, no. It is. It's, it's actually going to be. Uh, yeah, Elizabeth. And and Beth and Bethany and too. Bethany, yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's totally integrated with the MCU, unlike the other TV series that are on, that are. On but the they could bring them in so easily, man. Okay, oh, they could. Yeah. Oh man, God! And once they get to Disney. You could do yeah. like one of those um, 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 Heroes of Tomorrow movies, mm-hmm. um, and and just bring them right inside it, right? Yeah. You show an appearance of of, of Spider Man with Daredevil, boom, it's done. Yeah, it's done. Yeah, and because so Loki is got Tom Huddleston, Tom Hiddleston playing. Yeah. Him. He plays him in the movies. He's playing him in the TV series. Hawkeye uh, is another series they're going to do. You know, that's amazing that they. Managed, they must have really good relationships with these actors that they've convinced them that, hey, this doesn't have to die on the screen, this character, yeah. right? And then to, to convince them that to take that character that's so strong to TV, mm-hmm. which is a longer format, like Jeremy Renner, for him ever to be in a TV series, I've seen him, he was in one, a really good one with Amber Tamblin, which lasted all of like 10 episodes. What series was that? Oh, God, I can't remember it, but you could look it up. And he played a cop, and he also ran this really shitty little diner. And she was like a rookie. Okay. And, but they, it, was, it was a street cop one, but he was very, very good in it. And it was just right around the time he did Hurt Locker. Mm-hmm. But it didn't, it didn't last very long. And, but I watched every episode because I love Amber Tamblyn. Um, yeah. Because she, she married that cross guy from uh, The Comedian. What's his name? Um, that's in uh, Arrested Development. Um, yes, uh, I, I, David Cross. David Cross. Yeah. She's married to him, so <laughs> so and she's really cute. So I'm really impressed with her. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so she was in that with Renner. So to have him come back and and do that, and to even get Hiddleston to do TV, I hear it's in a different time too, isn't it? 
Isn't I, it? I'm not sure. Yeah, I think it's set in different times. I, I think yeah. that, uh, Loki is uh, going to be doing some shenanigans in time, in different time periods. Yeah, so yeah. that's I'm well, yeah, I'm game for that. I've got okay. no problem with that. Yeah, um, the, what was the that? unusuals was the name of the right of the. The one I'm worried about is the the Eternals, because mm-hmm. at the Eternals, because uh, again, it's a very little known Marvel property. Mm-hmm. It's almost like Guardians of the Galaxy. You got to really introduce it, yep. and and the big actors they're talking about getting. I, I fear for this for that project because, I mean Angelina Jolie. I mean. Playing Cersei, do you know who Cersei is? I don't know the character. I don't know the Eternals at all. Yeah, again, again, that's right. There's the Eternals and there's Deviants, right? There's the yeah. there's the, the 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 Sentinels and the Sentinels chose to create two two races: the Deviants who are flawed and the Eternals who are perfect. Okay. And the Eternals rule over the Deviants. And the, and, the Eternals, uh, Cersei is one of the Eternals, and she's being yeah. played by um, uh, Angelina Jolie. Angelina Jolie. And I guess who else is is being courted for the a part? And this brings us around full fucking circle. Who? 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 I give you three names. Who? Uh, okay, I, I've, I heard it, but I know his name. The is name that shall not be spoken. It's a she. It's a she. Three names. Three names. Not Cher. Okay. Not Madonna. It's Millie Bobby Brown. Oh, Millie Bobby Brown. Millie Bobby Brown okay. has, been, has been mentioned to play a part. And I'm looking through all the Eternals, and I'm going, oh, no, there's not one. Oh, God, there's a little Sprite character. Holy shit. <laughs> See, they're going to make her be a pixie. She can't do pixie. She can barely do – look look a Pop-Tart, you know, like a reaction to a, a Pop-Tart popping. She has no rea- – it's the same reaction as if, you know, a demon comes out of a wall. Okay. Nothing's different. So the names that have that have been associated oh, – sorry, Angelina Jolie uh... – now who's now, the male one? I'm trying Kamel, to. Kamel, Kamel Nanjani. Who's he? He's a comedian. Oh, uh, he's he's at Sama Hayek. Apparently. Oh, Sama Hayek. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, Richard Madden. Again, I think everybody's trying to get now because because and again, it's so unknown. I, I'm wondering the take they're going to do on it. I don't I don't even want to speculate because that surprises me. They went that direction. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have went e- e- Eternals. I would have maybe went in Humans and tried to fix that mess. Mm-hmm. Um. From the TV, but yeah. it's too bad you abandoned the humans because in humans would be great with the Galactus, right? You need, mm-hmm. I think, whatever you're building towards. The, the beautiful thing about Thanos is, and I learned, I remember this yesterday talking to those uh, those kids, was that y- you could almost put anything you wanted to into what he was because he was kind of a eh, um, before Infinity Gauntlet, mm-hmm. and even then that was a niche uh, story. Yeah. That only comic fans read. And even before then, uh, Infinity Quest, how he got the six soul stones from the elders of the universe, mm-hmm. all who were guarding them, right? Like mm-hmm. how he beat the games master, how he beat the champion by not even fighting him. And the champion's the one who wants, has the power stone, and he lives to fight, right? Mm-hmm. So you think Thanos would want to fight him to get the power stone. He didn't. Beat him with his mind. So it's really interesting. It's it's a special. It's specially card bounded, and it's it's called Thanos Quest, and then came Infinity Gauntlet, and then the rest of those series, which are just poof. You know what they you know got off the railroad track with that. I don't know how, but how that became the movies is because Thanos was totally unknown, and Galactus can be the very same thing. Yeah. Right. You can pour a lot into Galactus, but you got to make him a living being. You can't you, make you, him another. You got to build cloud. him up the way they built up Thanos. They built up exactly. Thanos over several movies. They teased them, you know, who's right. this guy? You and you can do end end credits with the the birth of the surfer, 
yeah. Norn Rand on his planet, mm-hmm. who I still think should be Keanu Reeves Keanu because Reeves. Yeah, I, I, he can be stoic yeah. in the face of now, that. We, last time we were talking about Keanu Reeves, we did a whole episode about Keanu, yep. Keanu and you thought maybe Shang-Chi, but Shang-Chi, or Shang-Chi, already done. And the Ten Rings. And now this is big news for us yep. because Shang-Chi is going to be an actor named Simu Liu, who is a Canadian yep. Asian actor. He's yep. best known for uh, being in the sitcom uh, Kim's Convenience. And isn't that weird that so they pulled from Kim's freaking Convenience, which is the most Gentile, gen, uh, genteel <laughs> uh, comedy out there. Uh-huh. It offends nobody, right? Mm-hmm. But it's still funny and it's cute, right? Yeah. It's it's a Canadian classic. Well, it's, it's like Corner Cab. It can't offend anybody. Right. You know? It's gonna it's gonna transport well around the world. Yeah. We have a gift for creating one of these every couple of years, right? Yeah. The beach we always combers. have one on the go. Bleachcombers. Yeah. I mean, uh, Corner uh, Gas. Uh, Corner Gas. This one and Kim so many other ones. Yeah. The Littlest Hobo. Mm-hmm. Um. Just you know, even Heidi. Remember Heidi back in the day? Or the uh, what? Uh, George, the big George, dog. Yeah. The big dog. They lived yeah. in Switzerland. Yeah. So Simu Liu, and he was—he did a very funny thing on the Beaverton where he, where he basically said he now he was representing, you know, the, he's the first Canadian superhero. Awesome, I like that. <laughs> but, well, Ryan Reynolds, he might take offense to that, but he probably won't pay attention. Yeah, to it. well, I, it was, you know. But that's what I like, and, you know. and it's and it's Shang Chi and the Ten Rings, which me totally means the Mandarin. Yes. Which they're going to bring the Mandarin back, not as a. It was cute the way they did it in, in Iron Man. Mm-hmm. I didn't mind that. I thought that was a good trick. I know a lot was of it, people didn't care much for that, but I. I what about you? Was, I thought it was well done. It was, it was a good funny. trick. Yeah. It didn't. It did. It fooled me. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And it kind of made sense. So, but so, now they're going to be bringing in the real Mandarin. He's going to be all Fu Manchu-ish. Mm-hmm. And I hope he's he's like his father. I want him to be like Fu Manchu. Or, you know, if he's going to be the Mandarin, why not just call Fu Manchu the Mandarin? Man, mm-hmm. you know? And make <laughs> yeah. him make him that he, – he rebels against his father. He joins MI6. So we can have some British um, 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 actresses in it. Yeah. Um, like, like in the comic book. And he kind of runs uh, special missions for them, right? But most mm-hmm. of his missions are in opposition to his father, who is an Asian crime lord. Mm-hmm. And who controls like two thirds of the planet, um, and always has these masterful schemes that somehow he brings his son into because he wants his son to see his ways, right? Like Nemo, yeah. and and convert to his side. But then you get can have great fight scenes, you can have great action scenes. It could be like the James Bond almost, right? Mm-hmm. And the fact that each ring has a different power to it, which uh, which I should look up because there's a really good. Um, um, uh, graphic of it where they show you know which finger the rings go on and what they do like cold blast uh lightning blast um one st- makes time stand still one is it they're just they all there's 10 different things mm-hmm. so think of that i mean that that's good storytelling because there, now we got a quest in front of us yeah now and, the uh the mandarin is going to be played by an actor named tony Leung. Oh, from from the China. Oh, good, good, he's a, good. Yeah, I love a Hong him. Kong actor. Um, he, I know him in lots of stuff. He's in tons of good movies. Uh, he was in the 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 sequel to uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, uh, Sort of Des- Destiny I, with uh, what's her name? Uh, Michelle Yao. Michelle Yao. Michelle Yao, of course. Yeah, Michelle there we go. Yao. And I so, liked her in anything. I liked her in the Bond movie she did. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked her uh, Die Another Day. I think it was or that that newspaper one. Um, I liked her um, very much in uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Yep. Oh, with the doomed love, Limu Bai. Oh, the doomed lovers. 
and the sword of destiny, the green, the green destiny, yeah. um, and the the young girl. I just love that movie. I loved her, Captain Giorgio, evil Captain Giorgio. Mm-hmm. I loved what that what they did with her and Section Thirty One and stuff, and yeah. and the way she she took out Leland in uh, in Discovery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that, that was her job, right? Yeah, and she got it done mm-hmm. when they needed to get it done. Yeah, um, she's fantastic. I like and I like that they just let her roam free because she's more useful to them as their yeah. their their puppet than against them. That's you know true. what I mean? Okay, well we'll get to um, discovery and Star Trek and stuff in okay, a minute. Okay, okay, okay. Back what to uh, Shang Chi. Yep. Um, huge uh, thing for you know I mean Marvel uh, Asian characters, Asian actors. Uh, you know, uh, Asian movie for you know uh, like it's a no brainer. Yeah. Um, more so than now. Here's going back to the Marvel. Uh, right. One of the other movies that were announced: Thor, Love and Thunder. Taiki Waititi will be back directing. Yes. Uh, and Jane Foster will become the yes, female Thor, is. which has caused fanboys to lose their minds once again. Again, boys, have you even read one single comic? Well, they did a what if um, many many years ago in the 1980s that imagined if Jane Foster had become Thor. Yeah. Right and. Okay, so and it was it was just one story, and it, to tell you how insignificant it was, the concept was not revived for another forty years, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because or thirty-five years it's taken, and to give a, the, a female Thor, and Thor is all about being worthy. It's not about male or female, mm-hmm. right? It's yeah. about who is worthy to to wield the hammer. Didn't you learn anything from Captain America? And in fact, if you've read the the female Thor story. She is actually six days out of the week she's Thordis or the Thor, female Thor, yeah. and one day out of the week she's a cancer patient because Jane Foster has cancer, mm-hmm. um, and she's dying from it. Yeah, and so she's using her dying time to do heroic things. Yeah. I mean, there's a great panel I posted just in my thing where Thor comes up to her and she's dressed as female Thor and she's got the hammer and she she says the words like "calm thine tits." Right, <laughs> because he's yeah. upset, right, and she bunk with the hammer on his chest, right, yeah, and he's just wearing a ripped old cape, yeah. and that happened in the comic. They had yeah. their confrontation. Now this is back goes back to 1979. Thordina, I mean, and Jane yeah. Foster actually did become Thordina. You know, she yes, you know, yes, it, it's canon. It's from the comics, so right. you know, just because they announced at a comic con that she was going to be, you know, wielding the hammer, it doesn't mean that they're, you know. Again, pandering it, to the SJWs or whatever. The they're not because the are, story – you could tell a really good female hero story in the Thor vein because we've mm-hmm. seen Fat Thor. We can wait for that Fat Thor in <laughs> the next Guardians, Thor. right? I love Fat Thor. Fat <laughs> Thor is the greatest thing Hemsworth ever did. Yeah. There should be a special Oscar for it. Um, um, I've seen a video of him, him singing the song Hurt by Johnny Cash while being Fat Thor. Oh, that's like, awesome. Behind, between scenes. Amazing scene. Yeah. It just, it, I will never forget Fat Thor because <laughs> that, that, it, it, it's beyond entertaining, right? Mm-hmm. Because it just, he, he played it all up. And even, even like one side Lebowski. Yeah. You know? Uh, how how Downey Jr. got himself in the go- in the magic light, I have no idea, but he did it with that line, right? Yeah. So yeah. I always associate those two together because yeah. of that. But again, it's magic. It's magic, yeah. and I I want I want something similar to that. And you can do that with with you know the female Thor. It's all about being worthy. Yeah. If you give her a good cause, mm-hmm. and you've got a great actress, and one of the reasons she didn't want to do a lot of the the Endgame stuff or anything more like like the, the, all the scenes in mm-hmm. Endgame is because they they really kind of didn't do a lot with her in the subsequent Thor movies. Well, yeah, you know, I right? mean, she didn't want to do a rehash of the old uh, you know Star Wars thing where she just sits back and watches Anakin 
do his all, all of his stuff and just exactly you know, exactly like, she's, she's been, done that you know she's, she's, she's been there and done it she was the black swan for for fuck's sake yeah and yeah, marvel so needed to recognize it so if they're and, gonna bring her in they've got to give her something to do with right and, just that and i think what they've done is and and i bet you the script is fantastic i, I, I bet you it's it going to be wonder woman-esque Mm-hmm. In terms of it, and I think there are going to be tears everywhere when she does the transformation, mm-hmm. and 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 I, I hope they play the cancer angle because again, I want her to have a reason for her redemption. Mm-hmm. I want her to why Odin gave her a choice, or why did Thor give her a choice? Why did Valkyrie give her a choice? Mm-hmm. Is Valkyrie the main character with her, right? Mm-hmm. And again, Valkyrie is very popular now because she's she's a she's went to laser beam way. Yeah, you know she's a laser beam. She's admitted mm-hmm. it. Yep. And so that's canon, and she's in charge of, of, of um, Asgard now. Mm-hmm. So she would definitely be aware if another Thor showed up. Yeah. Right? And it was a female Thor, and yeah. she was doing these acts. I mean, she would show up on her pony, and, and they would have an adventure together. So yeah. that, that I think that's what's happening. I think that's how they're rewarding the actors who's playing Valkyrie. They're not getting rid of these, these characters. They, no. It, these are young actors who realize, hey, I'm on this gravy train. They mm-hmm. treat me good, and they must treat them good. Because I, I hear nobody bitching. Nobody's Nobody. crying for an extra. In fact, they're supporting directors like, like Gunn, um, James Gunn. James Gunn, yeah. Instead of, instead of being taint, feel like they're being tainted by him. Mm-hmm. What was the other, the other Doctor Strange? Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness got announced. Right. Because uh, Baron Mordo has got to come and have his, his Baron Mordo would come back. And, and they'll Strange. also be introducing uh, Cleo and uh, who's nice. the other one? Doctor Are we going to have a new ancient one? I don't know. No, but, the ancient uh, one is him now. He's the ancient one, yeah. The ancient one is gone, and so now that's I've right. Seen... What am I thinking? Though? That's right. I would like to see a movie where Cap just returns the stones through time. Now that would be interesting. That would be interesting. Yeah, but but Cap is Cap is done. Yeah, as as is Iron Man. Which which again, I have no problem with, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They they there's lots of other Iron. Man. There's in fact the Iron Man that came after Tony Stark, Arno Stark, is the Iron Man 2020. He was in the comics. Yeah, and he has kind of like uh, his teeth are kind of like like squares, like on the mask. Uh-huh. So he looks like an evil robot. He looks like <laughs> got that Iron Giant evil robot grin kind of right. Yeah, right. And his his armor's a little different, and he's more of a take charge kind of guy who sort of discovers the armor, right? Mm-hmm. And has to learn to be a hero. Again, who knows what direction they're going in? Again, Fantastic Four. Get it right. Yes, listen Fantastic Four is the other one they announced. Yeah. yeah, listen to Calvin, please. I've got just hear my pitch. Hear my pitch, and I'll even introduce Rom, which will reinvigorate the whole Galactus thing. Come, um, um, Guardians of the Galaxy Four. Uh-huh. At the end of Guardians Four, I introduce Rom Space Knight, just while everybody's thinking Galactus is coming, and it'll be on everybody's lips. Uh-huh. But they'll be thinking, who is this Space Knight? Yeah. Rom Space Knight. I, I never expected Rom to to be. Part no, he's going to sh- he's going to show up with the Guardians. You think he is? And yeah, and he's going to be sitting there, and and like they did with that with that scene where Thor says, "Who are you guys?" Mm-hmm. Right, and they Guardians wave at him. Remember? Yeah. At the at the end of their their um uh, second movie or third movie, yeah. um, I would have them all come in and go, "Who's he? Who's the robot? Who's the robot?" Yeah. And and Rocket would be going, "He's not a robot. He's a Space Knight." Right, and he'd be looking up at him like it's a glorious thing, and he'd be shiny, right, like uh-huh. Rom is. Yeah, just like like looking at the surfer, only reflective, you know, like that. Mm-hmm. He's a space knight, and Rom will look at them with the eyes, the red eyes, right. Yeah, and that'll be click. That'll be the end of the the that uh, so like post credit sequence. Yeah, You're right, and everybody'll lose their minds because that means Rom's coming, 
Yep. And if Rom's coming, all the Space Knights will come when they have to fight Galactus. Okay. Well, I didn't think it was a possibility, but you've sold me on that now. So now I definitely want to see that. I'm telling you. I'm <laughs> telling you. By it's, the, it's but you're thinking, it's... what else could the, the Guardians bring to us that's uh-huh. space-wise? And there's a lot of good space stuff out there that yep. they haven't even brought. That's like, I wish they'd bring Cosmo the dog back, who Cosmo runs that the... space station they hung out with in the comics. He's, he's a Russian dog. Yeah. He's got telepathic powers. He speaks. Mm-hmm. And he, he was actually in a cage at the collector's place. You remember the collector? That's right. In the yes. movie? He yeah. was in one of the cages. Oh, that was Cosmo Howard the Duck. Duck. Cosmo okay. the Dog. And mm-hmm. he runs a space station in the comics that the Guardians visited. It's called Neverwhere, right? Mm-hmm. It's like a, it's a piece of shit like space station in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. But it's where all the bad people kind of hang out, right? Wow. And he kind of is a security officer of it. And he's a telepathic Russian dog because he wears the Russian spacesuit with CCCP on it, uh-huh. right? And he's telepathic, uh-huh. and he's got you know, abilities because he went through a wormhole and got mm-hmm. spacified, and, 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 and he gets along with the Guardians. He's kind of one of their buddies. Mm-hmm. So that would be kind of neat to bring him in. That would be. Now, another um, movie that's kind of caused a little bit of controversy, they've announced that they're going to be bringing Blade into the MCU. No problem with that. Once they cast Marcia Ali, what's his name? Marisha Ali. Marisha yeah. Ali. I went, boom. Because everyone, of course, was upset because they thought they were going to bring back Wesley Snipes. He I was told. He's too old. And wouldn't it, it would pain me, pain me physically. Mm-hmm. Hurt more than I hurt already. My, 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 my really wounded, deep wounded heart. Um, to see Wesley Snipes at even a third of his normal Speed, right? Mm, yeah. The way they have to digitally make him faster or something. Because when he committed to those parts, he was Blade. Even though, he, like in real life, he he's a train wreck. But boy, when he, what he put on screen there was brilliant. Yeah. Um, I mean, he started this MCU stuff. He made a lot of this um, acceptable to audiences that will take a chance on anything, you know, Marvel related. Yeah. Right, especially in the early days, because Blade is is most watched. Like it's one of those films, like on Netflix or or that people um, um, pirate. Right, mm-hmm. it's it's huge. And of course, I've seen all three multiple times. Um, I love I love quoting some of it. You know that that line that that old uh, vampire says. You know, it is said to be proud of your enemy and celebrate his achievements. And mm-hmm. that I should thank you. Yeah. You know, for what? Deacon Frost. You know, you did us a favor. Right, yeah. his Laura says, but but that line to respect your enemy, right? Yeah, and 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 and, and enjoy his achievements, mm-hmm. right? You know, we yeah. thank you, kind now, of. Now, uh, Wesley Snipes, of course, is fifty six. Yeah, who's who's about the same age? He's in, in the same age range as, as Robert Downey Jr. And, and again, could we make him Whistler? Uh, do we or do we but, need a white Whistler? Mar- Marash Ali is is forty five, so he's got a you know good ten years on. Right, um, so you know, but, but he's got that yoga actor body, mm-hmm. and once yeah. they get him into training and wire work, I mean, pfft, yeah. bitch, please, he'll commit now, to it so totally. And and the other thing that people are complaining about is because he was uh, the villain in the first uh, season of um, the Netflix Luke Cage. Uh, Luke Cage, yeah, he played right. Cottonmouth. That's right. So because he's been cast as Blade, people are saying, well, that means that the whole Netflix thing is no longer. There's no possibility that's going to be in Michael, the MCU. Michael, 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 Michael. Have I not told you? Why do you ask questions to which you already know the answers? <laughs> you give Calvin 15 minutes with a sharp editing crew, and you get me that kid that does the Spider-Man. Because I see him in, in, in uh, hospitals, right? Yep. In sick kid wards doing that little flip thing he does. Yep. Right? He'll do it right in front of them. He can do it. Mm-hmm. I get him in front of a green screen. He flips for me a few times. I find a way to make Cottonmouth 
the brother of Blade, right? <laughs> boom, okay. boom, done, done. Two okay. twins. Twins are born. One becomes Cottonmouth. The other was became the Daywalker. Ooh, done. Right? Yeah. Thank you. Cash check. Ding, ding. Right? I mean, some, some busty girl would come over with a pad, and I would just take out my, my Bank of Montreal card. And I wouldn't even have to put in my PIN number. That, that little that little metal thing on the back. Yeah. That little thing. I do. You just go. And it would go, and I'd hear this. And I'd look. Okay. Thank you. Idea done. You know how to get in touch with me, boys. And that same plane that the rock's on would be waiting for me to take me home. Because the rock just happens to be going my way. Yeah. And he wants to pitch to me about the next uh, Hobbs and Shaw movie because, you know, I just, he, know, he hears of my brilliance. <laughs> This has been a COC production.